Whether you're human, Vessen, or a Kersite Schlischkinen, we know one thing is true. Grimm is back for season six, and we're talking about the premiere, episode one, The Fugitive. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, listen to that music! So good! Uh, <laughs> welcome back to AfterBuzz TV, guys, for the Grim After Show! Uh, 601. Yay! Uh, the final season of Grim has started! Mm-hmm. Aw, bittersweet. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm your host, Zach Wilson, by the way. Uh, I suppose we should start the show, yeah. not just be excited, although that's going to be most of what the next 45 minutes is. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, um, and I have the whole panel back. Yay! Uh, Yell Teagle. Hi everybody, I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L, and I am in the chat with all of you who have been talking for three hours. <laughs> we love you guys. We love you guys so, so much. Yell the Queen Mize nerd herself. Yes. Uh, and we have uh, maybe. Tari? Dylan? Maybe Dylan? Who knows? <laughs> no. Maybe you could take a chance on me. Nice. Yes. Get Dylan Chance. <laughs> uh, but Tari's back. Yay. Yes. Uh, today Tari's I am Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. I did it for you. Thank you. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Um, uh, feels good to be back. It's back. It's back. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I feel like this is the most, at, like, I just want to say this before we get started. I feel like over the break, Grimm's fan base has been the most active of any off-season fan base that I've ever yes. do- like, had on an after show. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, usually things get quiet. You almost forget that, like, the show's not on because there's other TV shows and we're talking, like... There's so much TV to watch oh, that, yeah. like, it's almost hard. But, like, Grim, you can never forget. <laughs> oh, yeah, they won't let you. No. You go one day, you go, huh, what is a show I used to cover it afterwards? <laughs> guys, guys, Natalind, guys, Grim. <laughs> we got it. Oh, man, the Natalinders are very happy. Yes. This week. Oh, yes. Did something um, happen? I just. <laughs> Girl, when I don't you know. watch There's, this show? I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, t- we'll save na- like the Natalie and stuff. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get like two minutes of it in at the yeah, end. Yeah, if we yeah. have if we have time. Um, Girl, shove it in. The all back. right, let's start talking about this episode. This was hands down the best season premiere I can remember. It was. It was great, and it kicked off in a way that I almost forgot because uh, it's been a while since we hosted this show. Yeah, with the quote. Maybe this world is another planet's hell. Mm. Uh, we're going to take it to the chat to research this quote and give uh, us no, the it's, facts. it's oh, from uh, from it. Aldous Huxley. Is the uh, the guy who, who wrote it? Uh, his name is Aldous Huxley. Ah, I see. Uh, Great. I'm going to take it to the chat to tell us what it's about, <laughs> where it's from, because that's not helpful information at all. It's from Brave New World. Thanks. Ah, I read that book. Did you? Well, I was supposed to read that book. I thought you couldn't read. I can't read. I was supposed to read that book in high school. Ah. Is that who wrote that? Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. um, Regardless. No, but like, um, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, it's interesting as we we talk about a world full of creatures Mm -hmm. and everything. So like, maybe the world of Grimm is somebody's hell. Yeah. uh, When Monroe says to Rosalie, 
Like, we shouldn't raise a child in Portland. I went, yeah, we've been saying for six seasons that Portland is a terrible place where people keep getting murdered. Murders per capita. Vicious. Especially violent murders per capita in Portland. Off the charts. That raises... (laughs) Off the charts. (laughs) But it allows you to raise kids who, you know, have a lot of character. I mean, if they grow up to be adults, they have a lot of great if stories. If they grow up. Yeah, yeah, if. It's a big if. Children are not spared in Grimm. No, not at all. Um, okay. Um, yeah, they might. you never know. When they hit puberty, they might turn into little troll demons. <laughs> I mean, I think you would know if they're going to turn into troll demons because you're That's a true. troll they demon. They did know. Unless yeah. they're um, Krimis. Be careful if you right. adopt a Krimis. child from Portland. Um, <laughs> um, okay, uh... Let's start like we got. Let's just start off with Nick and like where we picked up with him at like the first scene, because he he. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like it was just after uh, we know as the audience mm-hmm. that Diana, like voodoo stabbed Bonaparte using her dad yeah. as a proxy murderer. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I. Uh, Interesting place to start a season. I, I really appreciated the um, the previously on because oh it, it was necessary. Yeah. Oh, I um, needed that so bad. Also, thanks for making us relive Meisner's death. Um, but the the scene where we picked up and Renard being like, you're supposed to be dead. I went, oh, yeah, he was shot a bunch of times. <laughs> and then he's walking around in this bullet full shirt. And I'm like, what is happening? He, like. <laughs> He died. Are we just going to gloss over that? Yes, yes we are. Yeah. I like I liked that we got to start where it was two people who were pretty much flabbergasted by everything that had just taken place and then they both kind of were like, "You know, we're enemies right now, but like I got to take a second." <laughs> it was nice that they they were able to kind of like we had a, a mutual standoff mm-hmm. and it wasn't just like a needless fight just to be like it's something exciting for the beginning of the of the season. It was more like this is a, a logical way for these people to react to the situation. Yeah, especially when uh he was like I thought you were dead. And he went, "I don't know." And he's like, "You <laughs> killed him. I thought you were on his side." "I don't know." <laughs> I appreciated that neither of them understood. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it was sort of that was the, their mutual agreement. Like, okay, some weird just happened to everybody in this room. Maybe we should just both walk away and regroup. Yeah. <laughs> but the part that bothers me. So I want to be clear. I freaking loved this episode, hands down. Great episode. Loved it. Now I'm gonna pick some things apart. <laughs> All right. Um, Renard was working for um. Black Claw and Bonaparte kind of out of obligation, right? He had two choices and he went, well, I think I'm going to stay alive if I stay with these people because he's worried about himself. He's now mayor and Bonaparte's dead. Black Claw in Portland, as we heard, is falling apart. He doesn't need to be evil. 
And I don't feel like his anger towards Nick. It does feel like it's gone to like left, like it's gone to nine thousand. Right, like, and right. I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't know why. And Nick, um, you know, now that HW is gone, like I feel like at this point they can have a conversation and figure it out. Well, I I've been thinking about this, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's it's twofold in that. Uh, Renard is has always been a self-preservation character. Yeah. And so if he doesn't pin everything on Nick, then he's the, everyone's going to be looking at him because of the stuff that happened at the other precinct and all the stuff like and all the dead bodies that have just kind of been popping around. Um so he has to like chew, like he has to really like push this away from him. And at the same time like Black Claw isn't completely gone, so right. if Bonaparte's dead, then they're going to be looking, especially if he, his hands were the ones that killed him, mm-hmm. uh, then they're going to be looking to kind of get retribution. So I think it's I think that's a big part of it. Also, but from my perspective as well, I think it's funny that now Renard is doing to Nick what Nick and his crew do to the Vessin that they're hunting each week. Oh. That's a very good point. That is a great point. Yeah. I guess if you revert, if you take yourselves out of the situation of knowing these people, yeah, this is a a mystical person mm-hmm. of one form or another who has gone around and killed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now the police, the official, like the mayor yeah. of the mayor elect slash captain slash yeah slash chief like he's not the chief of police he's, he's the, the captain. captain yeah. Um, are trying to arrest the person who murdered a uh, bunch of... Shoot to kill. Right. Shoot to kill. They're, Which they're they usually to shoot do, to kill. yeah. Yeah. All right. I see it. I see what you're saying. <laughs> but, like, his anger is, it, it is does, weird. If it, He's very much on the war path. Um, I, want, I wish we'd got... Like, we could almost have gotten a, a scene that, like, where we get to see, like, his, like him really collecting himself. Like, I don't know if he even ha- was, has been able to take that moment. He has not. As yeah. we see, he feels so much guilt for killing his best friend, Meisney. His hands are covered in his blood. He sees his face. He hears his beautiful voice. He is feeling so much guilt. I'm not making this up. This did happen. It's just, it's just like you're about to break into a song. He sees his face. He sees his blood. Go on. He hears his voice. Okay. He hears that voice. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but my yeah, I mean, knee, <laughs> my okay, I'm done. that's what Brie that called it. So <laughs> she called it my knee. HW and Black Claw are still, as organizations, completely functional. Well, like that's, I feel like that's important to remember. Like in Portland, they're not completely functional. I think they're still both living and thriving. I think they're not completely functional because they lost, for some reason, their biggest hubs in Portland. Well, is that true though? That's like, ridiculous. like uh, the way that trouble made it sound is that like HW is still going. They're just like they don't have anyone else in in Portland, right? Yeah, and like I, they just can't get anyone here fast enough. But like they have HW must have like a Seattle branch. It's not that far. <laughs> I feel like for some unknown reason, Portland has to be the center. Hellmouth. I'm telling you, it's the Hellmouth. 
It's a yep. Buffy reference. If they, ah. For those who don't know. It's one thing I would love in this final season if we could get a, a reason why Portland is like so central like whether it's a hellmouth yeah. or an equivalent or like something mystic that's like why this tiny city in the northwest yeah uh Grimaniac in the chat says might we see lucian return to uh portland Ooh. he might be next in line after bonaparte yeah he disappeared <laughs> <laughs> and he was handsome so he can come back <laughs> That's all, That's all Yell Yell needs. <laughs> he quit HW to become a model, so he was uh not HW, he was or he Black quit Claw. Black Claw to, to be become a model. model. Okay. Yes. I mean, look, if we can get more um uh mauvais dance <laughs> running around. Yeah. Uh this is gonna, I missed. I forgot how much I missed having to like try <laughs> to pronounce things. these ridiculous words. I feel like we're gonna have a lot less of that. Um, it this is. Year? It is because it's a short season. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably going to have more. You're oh, right. This beautiful more, story that yeah, we set up. more serialized storytelling because yeah. they've only got so many episodes to do it, and they've got to. They're going to close it all out. It's not going to be epis- the episodic parts of Grimm that we've had like sprinkled in. And I'm really okay with Oh, I'm totally on board. More yeah. serialization. Also, Nick's not a cop anymore, so yeah. <laughs> That too. Uh, it would be kind of hard, um, but yeah, like get out of Portland, Nick. Um, which I think they like. They all realize is necessary mm-hmm. by the time they get to Buds. Oh yeah. Was I the only one like they got to Buds? I'm like the fact that you're spending more than five minutes with Bud. Like, no, this is gonna end poorly. <laughs> but yeah. Bud, I love you. I love Bud. Do not. Like, when there's, like, lives on the line, Bud is not the one. He's really great as long as he doesn't know anything. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, though, I disagree because they were using Bud's, especially when they were hiding uh, Adela- Adeline. Um, I, yeah, I ruin her name every time. Um, they He was really good at, like, keeping her safe and being, like, a, a hub for them to just kind of ha- hide out. So, like, Bud's reliable in the clutch. Um, I mean, he he might get your goat, but like I just feel like Bud is bad luck. Mm. I feel like Bud just doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. That is very true. Which, uh, if we're gonna blame anyone for anything, Adeline did tell uh, Bonaparte where Nick was staying under duress. Shall we talk about Adeline, everyone? I was gonna get through Nick's storyline first, but uh, all right, let's talk about Adeline. Yeah. Now. Um, <laughs> So it's like the episode went, hey, fans, do you love Nataland? Let's have them kiss. Where's my child? We must go up the stairs. Even if it's Nick going like literally just like into the lion's den in the worst way. <laughs> yeah, but when uh, he got the call saying that they were looking for him, they were going to go to every they had warrants for everybody's houses. I went, he's in the safest place. No one is going to look for him there. He should have stayed <gasps> hid in the closet, and murdered Renard in an ambush. I mean, it would have been great. It could have been that Renard is, like, so, like, amped up he's not thinking straight, but I actually think Renard is generally smart enough to put those pieces together. Be like, oh, maybe he's gonna go try to rescue Adeline and his child. <laughs> Yet he didn't think that. Yeah. Also, um, I don't think that Nick would murder Renard. I mean... He, 
mo- mostly because they spent a lot of the episode being like, I didn't kill Bonaparte. I didn't kill all these people. I didn't, like, they were really, like, trying to wipe him clean of um, murder. <laughs> so I think that he would be like, hey, we should talk. And then they'll wrestle a little bit, and then their shirts will come off, and then they'll be like, oh, man, this is how brothers make up. Am I right? I want to see this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's how it's written, Right. Come on, writers. That's how it's written. Uh, but no, the Natalyn stuff was great. I'm glad that they... We have established, I think, that that is the couple and that is what's happening and that all of the concerns about Eve can be thrown out because I think... I disagree. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's what we were establishing in this episode is that we need to calm the F down because that's their in love and a couple, and will end up happily ever after. Or are they luring everyone into a false sense of security? No. <laughs> I think also he got the like the explanation about the ring, which I appreciated, because last season there was a lot of concern when the ring was put on, if yeah. it was a threat or a curse. And luckily I got that confirmed, and then they did it in the show. Yeah, so it seems like, so it is. it is cursed, it's just a question of, is it how effective is it now that Bonaparte's dead? Probably still just as. Yeah. Um, so how, with Bonaparte dead, how do you deal with it? Right. Or Nick just needs to double down, and it can just be her engagement ring that she never takes <laughs> off. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I honestly don't see a problem. Just keep the keep the um, big rock on your I, finger. I will say to like nitpick some like stuff from this episode. And it's just what more like this is more like what I want to see going forward. Sure. What I didn't We're get here. We're gonna nitpick. Let's do it. Yeah, um, I got some stuff. I wanted more. Adeline is feeling a little bit damsel in distress right now. Yeah, <laughs> in my notes. Uh, and I'm not. And I. And I. And I. And I yeah. And I haven't seen your notes, so yeah, we're it just. Says it real yeah, big. We're on the same page. Um, she's one of the most powerful characters on this show. One of the strongest women on this show. Mm-hmm. In a show full of strong women. Yeah. Um, like that, she has never needed another person like that's been her whole thing um and she only really leaned on on nick and everyone else when she was like when she really had no other options yeah Mm -hmm. um and everybody falls into that whether you're a man or a woman or whatever like you will find yourself in situations where you have to rely on others to help you Mm -hmm. but this is like what happened to the powerful adeline who was just getting her powers back and was like yes protecting her children but like with a ferocity Right, when um, Diana was taken from her, she screamed and shattered all of those car windows in yeah. the street. And this episode, she can't leave the tower because there's an evil dragon. You know what I mean? Like, she's she's stuck in the house. An evil prince who kidnapped her. Right. Literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Bonaparte um, wasn't royal. No, Bernard. Yeah, but Bonaparte kidnapped her. Bernard was complicit. Uh-huh. He also <laughs> murdered my sneeze. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Yes. I, I, well, I think that she is, she's gearing up. Like, right now, she's kind of like, she has an assortment of different information. Uh, and she was just kind of getting up to speed. So this, this episode, I'm willing to kind of give a pass where she couldn't leave because both of her kids were there. And, and she doesn't know what to do with Diana because Diana is technically also Renard's probably. And evil. 
Yes, super evil. <laughs> I love that no. it's still like probably. Well, it's like the show went, we're confirming this, but we're not going to say it or do any blood tests. <laughs> yep. There's like just enough of a question and like the the fact of the matter is like the one of the other people in question is also a royal. Yeah. So even her being affected by royal blood wouldn't confirm it. We literally need a DNA swab. Right. Yeah. It's going to the show's going to end <laughs> season 6 episode 13. Diana's not Renard's? Alexis Denisov (laughs) shows up as a ghost. It's not Alexis Denisov's. It's James Frain. Oh. It's not Victor. It's Eric. Yes. All right. I'm sorry. There's a lot of royals. (laughs) That she slept with. Womp womp. That's true. Uh, I think that's great. I support that. That's all. No judgment. (laughs) Yay! Just like we have a question at hand. (laughs) Anyway. That's um, the biggest mystery of the whole But so, yeah. So I, I want to see more of Adeline's being powerful Mm -hmm. and it's the only reason that like this episode might have like stinted my Natalind affection because like I want her to be stronger as a character before I'm going to ship her in any way yeah and I mean I will become anti-ship if it hurts a character's development I think also uh, uh, it's important to remember that even when she was human she was a strong woman she was a powerful like she was a great lawyer and she was uh, a powerful woman. And I think that uh, what we want is to see that. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, and I don't think it's that's going to go away or that right. we're not going to get it. It's just we didn't get it here. Yes. Right. Nitpicky. That's that. Yeah. Um, any other Natalyn thoughts? Uh, does the chat have any Natalyn thoughts? I'm very curious. Well, so first off, they hate you for suggesting um, that it may not work out. Um, and a lot of people <laughs> are uh, suggesting that there can't be any triangles. So Frank says, uh, no love triangles. Eve is in his past. Kendall suggests that Renard ends up with Eve. Yes, Problem solved. Eve is in the past. But Stop. what about Juliet? Juliet is in the past. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, Jorge says, no triangles. Uh, so agreed, everyone. I don't think the triangle is where we're headed. We've I also don't that. need the love story to be like the central part of this season necessarily. Yeah. Like, there's way bigger mythology stuff to handle in only about a, only a dozen episodes more. Yeah, um, and they're going to need all that time to answer all of the questions that I'd have about Vessant origins, and uh, we need some good some oh, history stuff. I like that you think we're going to get Vessant origins. Damn it! <laughs> there's answers. Oh, I'm sure they are. No, like that. You know, once we get to the symbols, that's all it is. Those symbols. Yeah. Hey, if we're starting... Okay, let's get to the afterlife stuff. Or does the chat have any more No, questions? they're just... they're just Mad at me? No, they're just Nataliding. You get, <laughs> Look, if you guys are upset with anything I have to say about Nataliend, or anything else, I guess, but I, I expect it's going to be mostly about Nataliend. Yep. Uh, at that Zach Wilson. Send all of your hate <laughs> uh, right there. Or in the iTunes reviews. Yes, iTunes reviews are also a great way to send uh, both love and hate. We have uh, three. Ooh, ooh at three least new three. reviews. Yeah. Uh, which was off the air, or when we were off the air. So thank you guys so much for continuing to uh, continue to, to support us on iTunes, because it's a great way to help make sure that other Grimm fans, other Natalyn fans, are finding this podcast. So if you like what you're seeing, what you're listening to, uh, go hit, rate us on iTunes and help other people find it. Or just share it yourself. Via social media or whatever means. Shout it from the rooftops of Portland. Just uh, 
Just don't get hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bite all the vessin. Uh, um, yeah. All right. So Caleb says, I'm going to do this as fast as I can. Five stars. Great host. By far the most knowledgeable group to be hosting this Grim After Show. Fun to listen to and engaging in discussions. Thank you. Uh, Witty J. Five stars. How did I not know about this? Girl, I don't know. Um, <laughs> love the show. Love the podcast. Hope I'm not catching this in time for what is rumored to be the last season. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Um, and Danny Girl, five stars. My nerd. Yes. I have left reviews, so I'm going to try to leave another one. Because I think I that was more like, my nerd. It's my nerd. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, please, please get a writer from the show for questions. I have so many questions to be well, we that had, could be answered. Um, we had um, Jeff, Jeff Miller. Yeah. Um, which you can go back and listen to that episode or but watch it. Also, we will try to get people, yes. um, including writers. I want to know why Monroe doesn't have a last name. Excellent question. How come you found an actress that looks so much like Nick and didn't use a brother, long lost sister storyline? Oh, I think they mean trouble. Who is Trouble's family? Great. These are all great questions. How did the royals get power since they look human? We never got answers on royals. Um, I think the answer was they just do move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All great. Thank you so much for the reviews. I want to take a moment to remind the fans that what they should be doing because it is our last season is tweeting directly at the stars saying, why haven't you been on the AfterBuzz After Show? Tag AfterBuzz TV. Tag all of us. Start harassing the stars. (laughs) I'll work it from my end. You work it from yours. All right. I've heard that before. Yes. Not sexual. (laughs) That's good. Um, Also, what was not sexual uh, uh, was the death grip. Oh, the death grip. I thought we were going to talk about Rachel Wood's body. Uh, no, we'll, we'll get to that towards towards the end. Okay. Um, that's the beginning of a storyline that we're, yeah. we're not really in right yet. So, the uh, death grip. I thought this was like, all right. It was a little. It was a little strange as it happened, but what it's setting up is huge mm-hmm. in its implications uh, and fascinating for mythology nerds. Uh, okay. So, like me, if you're like if you're hoping this season is going to go through and like help like answer a lot of the questions we've had about how this world works Mm -hmm. this i think was a big step in that direction towards the answers to the questions of why we basically just confirmed there's an afterlife in grim okay yes uh and like an underworld sure because like what else would that be right 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 yeah um so with that knowledge like it, it 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 takes this into a different like beyond scientific place like with all of no, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Go no. on. Tell us more about how the mythical animal people aren't scientific. I've, you guys have heard my theories on like how Vessen like started to be. Yeah, a we've thing. heard your theories. Go I on. I know, but this adds another level to it that sort of disava- like disproves some of my theories that were like more based in like. Oh, like animal, like I don't know, souls got bonded together, something like that, with humans. Right, science, uh, yeah. <laughs> look, it's science in the sense that, like, with an origin, like how it all happened, and that could still be it. But like, yeah. it implies like there could be gods uh, beyond just Vesson. Uh-huh. Um, and like now, my science. question is, 
are we going to meet those people? Creationism. Like, we saw a portal. <laughs> we saw a portal into the underworld. If the underworld exists, does that also mean like Hades exists? Like, could we meet Hades by right. the end of the season? Like, yeah. those are the questions that like now are running through my brain. Yeah, and they they hinted a little bit at the existence of other realms and other like godly figures in last season when we had the person who was doing the sacrifices for rain. Mm. Um, and so this kind of uh, goes on top of that. I mean, the bigger question that it presents, and it's not really a bigger question, but like the other question is how that ties in to uh, Eve and her newfound semi-pure soul. Yeah, so what our theories last season, if I remember correctly, were mostly like, oh, this healed her of the Hexen Beast, and like, so it, like, reopened like all those like passageways mm-hmm. to Juliet that have been closed off. Yeah. Um was like we what we assumed the implication was from her being healed via uh the magic stick. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh do we what was what were we calling her magic stick? I was uh, calling it Yggdrasil. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Yes. You sure. had something else. So funny. You uh, had the like. Um, oh yeah, uh, the, the words that I couldn't the Yidd- pronounce. You made it Yiddish. I made it. It was Greek, and I pronounced it with a Yiddish like pronunciation. Yes, it was the uh, schlepper or something. Yeah, schleppiest. Uh, <laughs> sounds right. Anyway, um, but yes, the stick of destiny. Yeah, the stick of destiny. Um, so what we now see is that it, or like what everybody, what is implied is that it clean completely cleaned her soul and her purity well, and like they said that it may have cleaned it a little <laughs> they didn't say that her soul was now pure especially because they were like that's not the body you take well if this <laughs> if this follows like let's use just christian mythology just like sure of course that's what we should always use go just, on well it was put there by the crusaders okay. go on yes yeah. Let me... <laughs> i'm sorry yeah there are crosses just over everything half the theories on this thing are that it's from the cross go on that jesus was crucified on tell me about christianity oh wise one but like so like <laughs> what i'm referring to is like born again christians uh-huh. like the the as i understand it being Uh, a Jewish person. I'll take over. Uh, So, uh, born-again Christians believe that no matter what you've done in your past, the moment you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all of that is wiped clean. So it's like you're born again Mm. into a new person. And that that is the only time where you are pure and Uh sin-free. But, like, just by existing, you begin, like, sins just, like, start coming back. So it could be that, like, she was good, like, at, right after she got healed. Since then, she has killed some more people, I believe. <laughs> like, in defense. Uh, or No, she hasn't. Nope. She had a seizure. She helped cover she... up and hide bodies. Like, that's not that's... her problem. <laughs> um, uh, so maybe she hasn't killed anyone yet. She helped cover up killings. Uh, Graham's uh, fan so group in the chat says, not I don't know what for, but I agree with Yell. Thank you. About four. I don't know. Okay. I think I think they agree that it's not a baptism. What happened? Um, oh, well, I'm using it as a as right, an, right. As an they're, analogy. They're, yeah, they're disagreeing. disagreeing. Okay, yeah. so well, what's the theory then? They think if, yeah, if Eve indeed had Hexen Beast spirit, it could be that it seriously affected her by having been healed with the stick. So the Hexen Beast has been cleansed from her. That was our that was our theory, right? But I think but that's like, still the theory. But Hexen Beast is still there. But 
as we saw, she was trying to use it and she couldn't. Her powers fade. So you think it, it like basically started a fade? Yeah. Like she's being bled of the yeah. Hexen Beast. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the implications there are mm-hmm. if Eve loses her Hexen Beast side, is it still Eve or is that now just Juliet? So I would like to set uh, what I believe is the record straight, but who knows? <laughs> okay. Um, Juliet is dead, right? Juliet died. Regardless of Hexenbeast Juliet or Hexenbeast Eve, Juliet, the character who loved Nick, who was his partner, who had those memories, died. When Meisner trained her and made her Eve and gave us this, you know, kick-ass assassin, regardless of Hexenbeast, this person is Eve. And without the Hexenbeast powers, still a kick-ass assassin with no powers. Just like kind of trouble, who's also a grim. So now she just can't see anybody. But she's still Eve. Well, I, Adeline could see other Vessen when she had lost her Hex and Beast powers. I don't know. Right? Right. Well, because, yeah, that was but still Nick part couldn't. Of her. I think, like, if you lose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I think that. What was I? Oh, yeah. I think that if you think of it as. Um, so. The specifically like mono. Once you get mono, it's in your in your bloodstream forever, and so like you may not find symptoms, have symptoms rise up, um, or you may. Maybe you're always sick because you have mono and it becomes uh, Epstein Barr. Um, so she has Epstein Barr. Thank you, doctor. You're welcome, uh, doctor. And uh, but essentially, she was cured of her Epstein Barr, and so the bacteria is, is slowly flushing out of her, mm-hmm. uh, which is not. Typical, you can't flush out mono because it's with you forever. But this is so magical, it gets rid of the mono forever. Mm. And that's that's essentially what it is. Or a, a rabbit dog who had rabies, and then you're able to strip it of the rabies instead of it going wild. Something to, like, that is so the equivalent. Eve or Juliet? Um, I think that she'll always be Juliet, to me. Interesting. Um, Eve was just, it was a persona that she put on. But I think that she's still Juliet, especially now that she's feeling again. Yeah, that was the big distinction for me was that she had like mental roadblocks, partially because of the Hex and Beast, partially because of the training that had like made her this emotionless person. Um, but like it wasn't like we put a new soul in her or a new like person's like memories like this is still Juliet in in some sort of way. But I think um, just story-wise, I think that they're trying to uh, at least make it that she's over him. I really don't think a triangle or any of that is where we're headed. Um, Grimaniac in the chat says, Juliet was reborn as Eve. Grim fan group says, yes, Juliet is dead. Jorge says, Juliet died. <laughs> we we know that she died, but like, Bitsy Tullock is still running around. <laughs> right. right. Um and and for me I don't know I I think I'm on I'm a similar on a similar page to Tari where it's like it's hard for me to separate the two and from it like for, there's a sense of like that like she is still Juliet in some ways and I I never really bought like a complete separation of the I I never really bought Eve as a unique person to Juliet. Like they I were think, they're still together in there. I think uh Nick has though. Because in this episode when she's trying to take care of the police and she falls and he runs to her, that would have been the moment that he would have said Juliet and he called her Eve. And he 
grabbed her and held her. He called her Eve because he can't possibly say, like, he can't bring himself to believe that that could possibly be Juliet. Because otherwise he's... he has abandoned his trying to help her. Um, <laughs> uh, Ivan Soto in the chat says, it's Elizabeth Tullock now. That's true. She did change her Twitter from Bitsy to Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> so it's no longer Juliet. It's Eve. And it's no longer Bitsy. It's Elizabeth. Oh. Oh, I don't That's know. A great point. That's my a good point. Brain hurts. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. last thoughts. We only have a few minutes left. On the episode uh, or on this? On the, okay. our after show. What? Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> Yell. You got like. I'm gonna give you a couple two minutes. Like, how about speaking. how about we go? Meisner. <laughs> no, he's dead. Guess <laughs> right. he died, and Renard feels guilt. Yeah. I said that already. Deisner. On. It's on the schedule. Um, the schedule's beautiful Um, I I thought this episode was really well shot Mm. Um, there were a lot of really cool and unique angles and also like everything that was happening it was a very like hectic episode which meant that there was a lot of like movement and energy and everything that was uh, in in every shot there's like uh, a lot of uh, free handing and things of that sort which I thought was really well done Um, I absolutely agree yeah well the scenes where um, the not SWAT uh, cert, yeah, cert or cert. Uh, when they started coming in, that was intense. Like it felt like they mm-hmm. were invading our space, and yeah. it was really uh, well executed. Uh, yeah, very uh, next level police across Portland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, where have these guys been? Uh, Seriously. Also, did anybody get the? Uh, there's just like oh. We accidentally elected a villain to run uh, this this place that we live in. Oh, I don't know what this is like at all. It has no analogies <laughs> to the real world. <laughs> um, yeah, I've uh, never heard of it. But. Yeah, that doesn't happen in real mm-hmm. life. Um, uh, I want to talk real quick about <laughs> Officer Franco, um, our one police friend who is on our side yeah um, i like that we, he, he's been around forever yeah. i'm glad that he's and he's friends with drew he's the one who calls woo drew mm-hmm. he's like drew i can't help you drew woo it's so good i'm really glad we're getting more of him a lot of people were tweeting that they're afraid he's gonna die <laughs> yep that's Ooh, likely. he's not in a good place let's put it let's put it that way um so that's they've Officer just set Franco. him they just set him up to ha- like now we would be emotional if he dies. Before we would be like, oh, that sucks. He was a fun character. Yeah. Now we're gonna be like, no, like he's he's gotten enough. He's helping us. Yeah. So it'll hurt. Now it'll hurt. That's what they've done. Thanks, um, writers. And uh, no, Rachel Wood. Yes. Can we, uh, we talk about she, that? She uh, would. Well, there would be more to talk about, except she's dead. Uh, no, but <laughs> but this could this could be the thing that helps them unravel <laughs> Renard. Sorry, Mr. Goku says you're right. This is like President Luther. <laughs> ah, nice. It's good. Well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, first of all, that we got to see our friend Anne again. So yeah, um, at least for a minute. But um, <laughs> she got a day on set. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she got to be in this episode. Um, but I really like that the only prints they found are all Renards. And I went, that's good. Yeah. Well, they didn't say the only, but his, they said his prints are everywhere. Right, right. I mean, aside from her prints, it's we know who killed her. It's yeah. not like we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really like that. 
His prints and DNA are all over the place. I mean, look. <laughs> yeah, in his any... DNA is everywhere. Seriously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all up in that in any In any investigation, like, the first people that you, you talk to are the loved ones or the people that they have been sleeping with. Um... He like she has like Renard's in the worst possible place, and the evidence is all very much against him. But he's now the mayor and the police captain. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um. When they're like, how do we like prosecute you know this guy who's sort of in charge? I think it's great. I think it's a great uh, twist. I think it will. It will make this very interesting because you're gonna have uh, a way for. Hank and Wu to fight back mm-hmm. even when they can't like literally fight back. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, they've, they've the police is have basically been militarized by Renard mm-hmm. uh, in this manhunt for Nick. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts uh, as we wrap out guys? Predictions? Pred- yeah well I was going to say before we get to predictions uh, let's do predictions <laughs> hey, really quick I'm before excited. we wrap out. TV predictions. Yes. Uh, did you see the promo? Yes, I did. did and I immediately was promo? like, who? Look, I love Yell. Stop feeding her dreams. Or just her dreams are fine. But <laughs> thank like, you, Grim Writers. <laughs> uh, thank you to Literally, Jeff like, and this is Brenner out of something that I everyone. feel like Yell has said on the show as, like, a joke about a <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> Uh, for anyone who yeah. didn't see the promo, it looks like Nick is going to use the magic witch bong yep. to turn into Renard. And then? And then fight Renard. Shirtless. Somehow. <laughs> yes. The shirts are going to fly off. But they're going to do that stupid hockey move. It's, it's times like this where I feel like our show has influenced the actual show. No. <laughs> Not at all. Like, the more Yell, like, <laughs> exclaims about shirtless Renard, the more he is shirtless on this show. They have chosen to use that clip of him shirtless punching the mirror in the opening sequence for the last, I don't know, however many seasons since it happened. They mm-hmm. went... We're just going to put that in there yep. and let it be. Everyone else, like, it moves. It's been, like, newer stuff. Not his. Oh, man. No. <laughs> oh, boy. It's the best Renard. Um, everyone in the chat is really loving it. So, uh, Cooper um, says, Renard, uh, Renard, shirtless fight. Yes. So, um, <laughs> that's going to do it for the after show, oh, guys. Um, sorry, we, we've run wait, out of wait, time. Wait, Tari has a prediction. Prediction. I predict, like you said, that they listen to our after show, that it's going to be more uh, Dragon Ball Z inspired. We saw the Dragon Balls, guys. We oh, saw yeah, Ball. those symbols. Um, so Meisner, or not Meisner, um, <laughs> Renard is going to have his Majin Vegeta moment, and he's going to sacrifice himself for the greater good, uh, and it's going to be amazing. That's uh, a great prediction. Also, the Vesson origins is that they're aliens from the planet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I predict that we will get answers to at least one of my major mythology questions. <laughs> um, I just don't know which one yet. Time will tell. But that's why I think the symbols are going to lead us to. I believe we will understand more about the origins by the end of the season, but I will not be satisfied because I'll have more questions. <laughs> In a good way, I won't be satisfied. Um, all right, guys. That's going to do it for uh, the first after show of 20 of uh, the sixth season. (laughs) Well, it's the first one of 2017, too, but, like, more importantly, the first uh, episode of 
season six, the final season of Grimm. Uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, for the first episode. Uh, I've been your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Also, check out uh, my uh, movie uh, review show, uh, Sci Fi Weekly, which is on the Popcorn Talk. And I have a comic book that's now available on Comixology. It's called Kid Cop. It's incredibly violent and hopefully incredibly funny. Uh, <laughs> check it out. Just to, uh, search for Kid Cop issue one on Comixology. I'm Yell Teagle. You can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. I have a podcast. It's called Intimate Interrogations. I will hopefully have new episodes soon. Also, stick around for the Librarians After Show late, late tonight uh, and other things at Yell Teagle. Y A E L T Y G I E L. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T A R I J A Y. I'm also working on a series for DreamWorks TV that will be coming out sometime soon. I'm doing some sweet, 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 sweet voice work. Yes. I'll let you know when it comes out. Thank you. Alright, guys. This has been the Grim After Show. Thanks for geeking out with Thanks us. Thanks for geeking out with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.